0: You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions, direct from the veteran team at the RAIN Research Institute with today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott.
1: Well, good morning and welcome to the Monday morning call number 21. Almost six months of starting your week off with powerful messages. We just came back from an incredible event in Calgary this past weekend, and for myself, the highlight of this event was the panel of experts in the afternoon. It was five veteran investors who have all been investing for more than 20-plus years each, and the combined years were more than 127 years between the five of them that they were investing They told fantastic stories, analogies about investing for the long term and what it would take to be committed to their success. That is what it was all about for me. Now, I wanted to congratulate each and every one of you for sticking through all these calls, and that is your commitment to success. So with that theme in mind, please help me welcome the man who will start your week off in the right direction. Please help welcome Mr. Richard Dolan. Good morning, Rich.
0: Good morning, Russ. Boy, i got to tell you, one day I'm going to have you record a wake-up call that when my alarm bell goes, the recording comes and your voice will end up saying, Good morning, Richard Dolan. Welcome to your new day. Thanks for the introduction, Russ. And again, uh, hats off to the RAIN team. We did a fantastic, fantastic job at bringing together people who were absolutely keen and interested in raising capital. You know, the Toronto event was the epic first. Calgary witnessed the epic second. Uh, And what was incredible was to see friends and members and guests from as far from uh, Montreal, Toronto, heading in from Vancouver, Kelowna, Victoria Island heading in. Everyone just really converging in on a one day, uh, and for those who caught the bus tour, a two-day event to really start taking charge of their financial freedom, the opportunity of harnessing real estate fueled by the education and analysis and research. And as you said, uh, Russ, the expertise of that incredibly uh, wealthy uh, group of people with the experience that they had in this conversation called Real Estate. And what what I've got to say is if you're making note in the theme of this week is this one particular word which really comes on the steps of Module 5 which launches in Vancouver where I'm sitting right now in fact ready to deliver that particular module for the first time in Vancouver, Module 5, on connection. So for this week, I found that would be very appropriate to talk about the idea of being interrelated. Now, interrelated, one can say that's connected. But, you know, if to understand the power of interrelatedness was to attend the Raising Capital event, seeing how everyone in that particular room, whether it was the experience from stage and the talent from the back of the room, those who were in the room who've bought many doors, uh, or are a to their hundreds, uh, and even those even starting out, we all really got one thing. We all are part of one incredible community. That's not just a stand for real estate. It's not just a stand for making money and not just a stand for expanding our own personal wealth and well-being. But to really get it done, and to get it done means we've got to understand that we are, in fact, related. We're not members. We are, in fact, partners. But even beyond that, and for this particular call, you've got to consider we're, we're related. You know, Albert Einstein once wrote that a human being is part of the whole, called by us, uh, universe. A part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts and feelings, as something separated from the rest. A kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. Albert Einstein went on to write that this delusion is a kind of prison for us, you see. It's restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons nearest to us. Our task... Must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. And that really came to be for me this weekend, watching uh, Russell Westcott, as many of you know, is really the, the lead architect on designing many of our workshops and programs and materials for delivery to the members, our guests, and our network worldwide, and being able to really have a, a good thumb on the, on, 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 the, on the actual ideas. to here's what's needed right now. So to be interrelated is to be connected with the forces and people outside your immediate teams and that's kind of why the rain mastery program embracing the idea of this buddy system has been both an incredible challenge a blind exercise with little direction to see what happens i've heard from many of you saying wow i've got the greatest buddy ever we talk every day we talk about our goals and we just really check in with each other to let him know that i'm here and she's there and it's all good some people are saying, i don't even know who my buddy is Some people have written and said, I don't even know how to spell buddy. So understanding that real estate is not a one-man sport, it is a team event, is all about understanding that we must be interrelated. So to grasp this particular insight, to understand and harness and master the idea of being interrelated, you've got to look into your immediate surroundings in life. Where are you in or out of communication? or partnership with others outside your teams, right, the people you're working with or raising capital with or, in fact, looking for opportunities with, perhaps even in life, whether it's your spouse or your significant other, your children. When you look at your life through the microscope called interrelatedness, you may find that you have reduced your life to the bare minimum of relating to others only when necessary to get by and to be comfortable, you know, back to Albert Einstein, as we know, one of the greatest minds, innovators, and thinkers of, of history says, this delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and uh, to affection for a few persons nearest to us. Getting by is not thriving. It is merely surviving and being comfortable. And we all know where being comfortable leaves us, yes? Yes. That's why I've got to tell you, after learning and examining, observing and measuring the effectiveness of RAIN for the past 20 years, I found it astounding that most members, partners, you folks, right on this particular phone call, never really cry out for help. Give us any indication that you're feeling falling behind, and or not living up to your truest potential you know of until your obligation to membership is about to expire that's not partnership. That's not being interrelated. That's not crying for help when you need it and can change it. The reality is we know that no matter what ailment, no matter what challenge, no matter what disease or dis-ease in life, even physically, psychologically, emotionally, and even financially, if you don't ask for help early, it's going to worsen later on. If you're lost now and ask for directions much, much, much later, you'll just be far more lost later on. So now, I'm sure you've heard of the saying, if by the end of your life you can count the number of your good friends on one hand, you'll be a fortunate soul indeed. Well, it's sort of saying that uh, that can annoy the hell out of you if you are into living an interrelated life. Throughout our lives, we meet thousands of people. I, in fact, meet tens of thousands. Russell shaked hands with tens of thousands more. You know, as speakers and educators that we are, we meet so many people. You see, we are given the opportunity, my friends, daily daily, every day, to be interrelated with many people, to see the world as one large family unit, one large family unit. So why is it that by the end of our lives, we only have one or two good friends? Like, I mean, people with whom we can be completely, utterly open and honest, unguarded in our communications, and who are not out to get something from us or us from them. Why Why are our lives reduced to trusting and relating to only so few? You know, I once read a poem that said that no man is an island unto himself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the lessee. As well as if a promontory were, as well as if a manner of thy friends or thine own were, any man's death diminishes me. Because I am involved in mankind, and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Our relationship to each other matters. Russell's success matters to me because my success lives in his. Raising capital event wasn't the bringing together of 500 friends and family members who dreamt and were hoping for a financial possibility called real estate. We were all pulling for each other. We all, on this call, pull for one another. So at this particular time, and most of you might and some of you may not, but might have this thought, look, I'm not interested in this particular, particular insight. But to not be interested or to be uninterested in this particular insight is to handicap yourself, my friends, to diminish your life and thwart your own happiness, your own goals, and your own success. You know, to recreate your life as extraordinary, powerful. You may want to expand your sphere of relatedness. You know, challenges are, and oftentimes, to understand that success is not a one-man sport. It is a team event. And I recall myself having launched a series of initiatives. I remember very clearly just about 10 years ago getting involved in real estate deals and such. I had lawyers and accountants. We had bankers and lenders. We had a whole collection of people. But for some reason, I'd gotten ahead of myself, and for whatever reasons, I knew that the path in which I was traveling was the right one. But you see, what was beginning to happen was I began to think that I know what I'm doing, and when there's a challenge or issue, I'll get to it when I must. But because I was dealing with it with a single-minded, very focused and narrow perspective-fueled way... I wasn't able to deal with those adversities that were imminently coming my way with absolute profound certainty, with absolute profound power. So when there was a challenge that arose and it really began to shake the foundation of the company that we were running, with dozens of people counting on paychecks, with hundreds more counting on a positive rate of return, and with thousands more affected by the decisions that I was responsible for, well, we shook the foundation. We shook it long enough because we weren't responding to the adversities that were coming. With the imminent audits and the wonderful insights that government agencies want and the CRA, we began to have to derail running a great investment opportunity and began to understand that we needed to, in fact, also run a great sound company of sound compliance principles and sound auditing principles. What's the moral of the story? Had I not, from my perspective, had I not given my point of advantage... I had the perfect sight for what was coming, but I failed to be interrelated with my management team and my staff, with the rest of the staff and the support, with my investors and my joint venture partners, with the service providers and the advisors and the strategic analyzers and all the other wonderful people that get paid to make sure we're successful, to let them all know that we've got a storm ahead, to batten down the hatches and to be prepared all hands on deck, we must persevere. Instead... I saw what was coming and felt I could do it myself. I felt I could persevere. I felt I wasn't strong enough. It wouldn't be hard enough to endure myself alone. But I learned and learned the hard way that investing in real estate is not a one-man sport. It is a team event. The magic and power of doing well in real estate as we learn in the Raising Capital event is that we are all interrelated. We can learn from one another. We can pull for one another. You know, you heard from people up on that stage like Callum Ross and Thomas Bayer and David Franklin, the ancient and weary, but the brilliant and charming. And you think to yourself, you know, why are they there? Why must they be up there? Why, why did they fly in from Vancouver and from Toronto to be there, to just simply be up on a stage for really about 60 minutes? Why would they do that? Because, you see, they understood many years ago that real estate success is not a one-man sport. It is a team event. It is a way of understanding that to be interrelated is to, in fact, reach for, gather, and now hold tight being successful in anything. So Thomas Byer was connecting with members, and Callum Ross was talking to new members, and David Franklin was talking, well, to anybody that would talk to David Franklin. If you've talked to him before, you know he'll hold court with anybody. Why? Because being interrelated, is a true, powerful, and of full merit, insight to live life powerfully with performance and results. So whether you're a father or a mother, a husband or a boyfriend, a girlfriend or a wife-to-be, you've got to know that being interrelated, being in constant and utter and pure communication with everyone in your life, for whatever reasons, will help you achieve things. My firm, that company, that initiative could have endured the storm far faster with less damage and less outfall had I just gotten related to the people around me, to let them know and to be interrelated, to let them know that with the adversity coming my way, adversity is coming their way together, we will get through it our way. You know, you can view your personal life through the interrelated microscope as well. And if, you know, if you're married, for example, and have reasons to avoid or ignore or even despise your spouse's family, this will affect your direct relationship with your spouse to the same degree, whether you are conscious of it or not. You see, to be unrelated to your spouse's family for whatever reason, you have to justify your actions to dishonor an important aspect of your spouse. To dishonor others is to be righteous and ordinary. So you've got to ask yourself the question, to what degree are you interrelated to your career or work environments? If you're a real estate investor, for example, this might mean being in relationship to other real estate investors, people who can find opportunities and people who can actually sell opportunities and those who can actually ready opportunities, even the governing bodies who set the laws for finance and lending and structure and and, and compliance and such. The degree to which you are interrelated to your environments, my friends, outside your immediate team, is the degree to which you will be successful. So the reality here is that being interrelated is not a one-man sport. Success in real estate is not a one-man journey. It is a team event. Now, the reality here is this. You must understand, to be proficient at this particular insight, you've got to understand one thing, that we are all related to everyone, on this planet as one large interrelated family of human beings. Every single member on this particular phone call, you are all interrelated by one incredible journey's quest to be incredibly stinky successful at everything you do in real estate. Because anything short of that is just ripping you off. And if you're ripping yourself off, you're ripping others off from the chance and the opportunity of living your fullest potential. So there you have it, the insight for the week, being interrelated. Here's your homework if you want to take it on and take the challenge to really truly live this particular insight's fullest potential. What I want you to do this week is to really have you understand how interrelated you really are in some area of your life involving your children's lives. I want you to take that on. I want you to take on building relationships, perhaps even in organizations that support members of your family and your your family unit. So that might be involving yourself or connecting with your children's school teachers. And a great time now because school is just around the corner. Perhaps the Chamber of Commerce or a uh, charitable organization. And you might want to learn where you or your family could take part in volunteer work for others. Or talk to your neighbors and or even the local police. And organize a neighborhood alert program. Do something that has you get wildly more connected, interrelated with the people around you. The idea is for you to be interrelated, to practice focusing outward, beyond your immediate family and friends of interests, and to see that life for you is more than just your beliefs. It's helping people in the community protect and preserve and live up to their beliefs. And that is being interrelated. Russ,
1: back to you. Wow. Another wonderful message and fantastic homework to do this week. Thank you very much, Rich. Thank you very much. Today's message was all about being connected, interrelatedness, and being part of an incredible community. Rich talked about asking for help and reaching out. So speaking of asking for help, as RAIN members, RAIN partners, if you do have any questions about your membership or any specific real estate questions, you please, please call the RAIN office at one 8247346 people are waiting to help. I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, signing off, wishing you a masterful week. Bye for now.
0: Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider podcast, a bold look at reality.
1: Share the reality.